How's it going, guys? Welcome back to the Dad Tired Podcast. I'm your host, Jared Lopes. Join me every Monday as we dive into what it looks like to be men who fall in love with Jesus and help our families do the same. You can learn more about our books, resources, conferences, and even online community by going to dadtired.com. Let's dive into today's episode. All right, guys. Well, welcome back. Glad to be here, man. Been a crazy last couple of weeks. I've, I've mentioned in the last couple of episodes that we did a bunch of dad tired conferences over the last couple of weeks that we were in um, Raleigh, our apex, North Carolina earlier this month. And then we headed over to uh, Morris, <laughs> Iowa, not Maurice, Morris, Iowa, even though it's spelled like Maurice. And uh, had a few hundred guys combined at this these conferences, and um, dude, it's just an, it's just incredible. If you haven't been to one of these, uh, definitely check out dadtire.com. Click the conferences tab, and then just see like if there's one anywhere near you. Definitely come check one of these out. They're always so good as just ways to like fall more in love with Jesus, but also to meet other guys who are just trying to do the same. It's often a lonely road for us dudes, as you know. Like the f- <laughs> the fact that you're trying to be an engaged husband and father and really fall in love with Jesus and trying to figure out what it looks like to lead your family towards Jesus. Uh, There's just not really a lot of guys talking about that. It's kind of a conversation, even within the church world, that doesn't come up very often. And, uh, and so just to like be at one of these conferences and to meet other guys in your area who are trying to get after the same thing, have some deeper conversations, not just about like sports or hobbies or work or whatever, but like, actually, dude, like I'm struggling here. I'm struggling as a dad. I'm committed. I'm, I'm going to be in this. I'm not going anywhere, even though at times I feel like I want to bail. I'm not going to, but man, I just feel alone and I don't really know what I'm doing and just could use all the advice and support I can get. If that's you, one, you found the right podcast because that's us, just a bunch of dudes stumbling our way towards this whole thing. And two, definitely try to get to one of these conferences. If there's not one near you, bro, like let me know how we can get one near you, like at your church or if you're a pastor listening to this or you've got a friend who's a pastor or on ch- uh, church staff, let's figure it out and figure out a way to make it happen in your area. So that's easy to do if you just go to dadtire.com and then you cl- click that conferences tab. You can you can find out how to best get in hold of me and our team and figure out how we can get one of these conferences near you. Anyway, we've had a lot of interviews, really good interviews lately, talking about money. We're talking about Lecrae last week, was talking about uh, reuniting with his dad. If you missed any of those last few weeks' uh, episodes, Definitely, you're going to want to check those out, go back and listen to those. But today, it's just me. I don't have any amazing guests. And really, like, I'm legitimately sitting in an empty house in front of a computer by myself. The kids are at school. The littlest one is with grandma. My wife is working. She's a nurse, so she's at the hospital working right now, trying to get, like, the house clean (laughs) uh, and just be, like, a good husband before the weekend not a good husband before the weekend, but as a good husband, I'm trying to get the house clean before the weekend. And uh, (laughs) that sounded funny. And uh, anyway, man, so I'm just going to share with you some stuff that has been going on my heart as I've been like folding the kids laundry today and uh, just folding towels. There's just stuff that's been stirring in my heart. And I'm trying to think like, how do I share this with the dad tired guys and, and just share what I feel like God's been stirring up in me. I have zero notes in front of me. I don't have like any real pathway of where I want to head today, other than just like, as you guys know, if you've been listening to the podcast for a long time, this is kind of normal for me to just process with you as a normal dude where I'm at 
and uh, trying to figure out what it looks like for me personally to fall in love with Jesus and help my family do the same. So that's what we're going to talk about today. So recently, a lot of you guys know I was on church staff for 13 years. Like I actually got hired uh, in church staff world, like paid staff when I was 18, which dude is just like, if you are a pastor out there and uh, you're thinking about hiring an 18-year-old, probably shouldn't do it. Don't do it. Um, Dangerous. (laughs) Uh, I was just so dumb. Luckily, I had... I'm still not that smart, but I was even dumber than I am now. And uh, luckily, I had a mentor who was just like really training me and discipling me and like teaching me what it looks like to lead well. And so he just took a risk on me and let me um, and let me lead. I was at that time when I got hired at 18, I was leading a bunch of middle schoolers, which is just the fact that I didn't kill any kids or... Um, well, I did actually, one time I took my all these kids to a, a concert. Uh, this is a classic side note here, but I took them to a concert and we got to the concert and it was awesome. And we had some parents helping out volunteering. And then we all got back into the bus and drove like a few hours back home. And when we got to the church, I realized, and this was like before cell phone, like smartphones and stuff were like a thing. I don't even, I think I had a smart or a cell phone, but definitely wasn't like a smartphone or anything. And I realized, I'm like, wait a second, I haven't seen one of the parents in like a really long time. <laughs> like, are they here still? And it turns out, like short story long here, I totally left one of the parents back like hours away back at the stadium. <laughs> um, so you know what? You know, you're an adult. So I, I'm guessing you probably don't listen to this podcast. If that was you, I apologize. My sincerest apologies to you for leaving you there. But also, you know, I'm trying to take care of these kids and I can't keep track with the adults. Apparently what happened is like this adult went to the bathroom while we were all loading the bus. And I just was like, I had, I did the head count of the kids. And when the kids got back in the bus, I had the right number and we took off. And then I did not head count the adult volunteers. And so she got left at the stadium hours away and we didn't have, she didn't have a cell phone. And it was just like, she was mad. Uh, but by the grace of God, I think that was the worst mistake I made as a middle school that I know about. I could have scarred kids deeply <laughs> by doing dumb stuff, but um, I think that was the worst mistake that I know about. Anyway, got hired at 18, been in ministry for a while, and uh, as a young pastor, especially in my 20s, I would just really I had a lot of zeal. I, I really like believed. I, I really loved God, man. Like I just, I was kind of for lack of better words, kind of a churchy word. I was just like on fire for the Lord. And it's like, man, what is God doing? I want to be, see the world change. Like what's the newest ideas that we can do? Like let's mix things up and shake things up. That was really like kind of my MO. I was always about like, what's the newest and greatest thing that we can do? Like what what's cutting edge? I kind of had this phrase that I would always use, like just be, we don't need to do traditions just for tradition's sake. Just because we've always done this doesn't mean this is how we always need to do it. Like what's new? How is God working? now like what what how can we think through things differently and uh and so i just i that was like my thing man for a long time and um in the church world i just i was always trying to push through and read books and try to figure out what's the new and latest and greatest thing and how do we kind of push the envelope and move on and like do something that other people aren't doing and blah 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 anyway uh, been out of ministry in the church world for a few years now. I do Dad Tired full time. You know, I've been writing books and doing this podcast and meeting a bunch of you guys, and it's just become a, a full time thing. 
And uh, so I've been out of the church world. And now as I'm out of the church world and I'm just like, I don't know what it is, dude. Like if I'm, if I'm getting more mature, if I'm growing in wisdom, I don't know. Like if, I don't know, having kids and being married for a while, it definitely like changes your perspective as a guy. But anyway, the reason I'm telling you all this is because I recently felt this pressing in my gut to meet up with our old, the, my old senior pastor at my old church that uh, I used to attend and be on staff at. And I was there for several years. And uh, in fact, I'm sure some of you who are listening to the show uh, attend this church. And so I just felt pressed. I hadn't talked to him in a few years, and I felt pressed to just reach out to him and see what was going on in his life and kind of catch up with him really since this whole dead tired thing started. And anyway, I, uh, I met with him, and one thing that I just really felt deeply um, called to do is to sit down with him and really, one, like, just apologize, man. Uh, I think that I, I never intentionally tried to hurt him or frustrate him, but I, I think that there were just times in my zeal and kind of immaturity and wanting to always push the envelope and see what's next and see what's out out in the, uh, you know, in the rest of the world and all that. Like, I just... I imagine that I kind of was a thorn in his side at times. I hope that I served the church well, but I, I can't help but think that there were times that I probably frustrated him a little bit, and I just felt pressed to like tell him I'm sorry. And uh, and one thing I tell him, told him, and I promise you this is going to get back to like you and, and why I'm telling you this whole story and, and why it makes sense for uh, us as dads and husbands and stuff, but one thing that I, I felt pressed to tell him and, and just that I was sorry, but also that dude, like what I've learned now being a little bit older and a little bit more mature is honestly like this dude is my hero. And, uh, and I, sometimes we say big phrases. Uh, I actually just heard a, uh, a European guy say this this week that, uh, us Americans, we can make really big dramatic statements. Like this is the best day of my life. You're the most amazing person I've ever met. You know, like these really big grand statements. And so I don't want to just say something big for the sake of saying something big, but truly I mean this from like the depths of my heart. Like he is, um, my hero. And the reason I say that is because he is faithfully serving the local church, like loving on people, getting invested in their lives, having his heart broken, pouring out his soul. You know, no pastors making tons and tons of money. Obviously, we see some people on TV who are, you know, just there's like the one out of every million who's actually making tons of money as a pastor. But dude, most pastors, we're not like in this. To, none of us signed up for this thing because we thought that there, we were going to get rich or make a lot of money. We knew that. And certainly this guy is not in it. This guy that I'm, you know, talking to was in it for the money. Like the dude just loves the Lord and really loves people and wants people to succeed and do well. And he's like in there as their families are struggling with infertility and when their children end up, you know, they have miscarriages or die or when parents pass away, uh, you know, this is like when divorce happens and bankruptcy, like when all the stuff of life hits, this is the guy that's just there faithfully serving the people week in, week out, year in and year out. And what I told him is as a young guy, I used to like I had these grand dreams of like, I want to write books, I want to speak, I want to like, uh, I want to go explore and see what the world God is doing throughout the world. And like, I, I say this um, 
as humbly as I can say, but honestly, I've accomplished a lot of those things. Like, dude, I wrote a book. Uh, I can go to a Barnes and Noble and see my book on the shelf. And I've shared stages with guys that I used to like look up to so much, like guys that I remember studying as a young pastor. I've been on stage with them and taught and teaching with them and uh, people that I used to admire so much I've had on the show. And uh, it's awesome. And I'm so thankful that God has given me that opportunity for all these things. But dude, I'll tell you what, like none of that really actually satisfied. And what I've actually learned is, dude, like the heroes are not these guys that are necessarily standing on stages and writing books and all this stuff. Like the heroes are the guys that, and the the women, the men and women who are like faithfully just serving quietly week in and week out. And here's why I tell you all of this and why it makes sense for the Dad Tired podcast, where it makes sense for you as a husband and dad. Like, dude, I know that even the fact that you're listening to this episode is probably evidence that you want something like new. Jared, tell me something new. Like, give me a tip as a husband. Give me a tip as a dad that like I haven't heard before. Like, kind of mix it up for me. Hit me at an angle that maybe I've never looked at or perspective I haven't seen before. Like, what's the newest parenting book or the parenting podcast or marriage book or marriage podcast or conference or whatever? Dude, can I just say like the thing that will matter most is you being faithful today, quietly. Like, bro, that honestly, like that's heroic, especially in our day and age, especially like, dude, if you're under 50, if you're under 40, chances are like, this is a pretty radical thing for us to just like quietly serve our family day in, day out, week in, week out. And I meet so many of us, uh, dudes around the country. I've talked to you. I've emailed with you. I've stood face to face with you. And I've been in this situation personally where we're just kind of longing for more. Like, Jared, what? I feel like I should be doing more with my life. Like, I want to accomplish more. What? There's kind of an urge, like, should I quit my job? Should I pursue my dreams? What else is out there for me? Just, I mean, frankly, just like a, a case of FOMO, like the fear of missing out. Like, what else is out there for me? What else can I do? What else can I accomplish? And dude, like, I'm just... I don't know, man, what I've been wrestling with the last couple of weeks as I've been on the road and just had a lot of time kind of internally and quietly processing like, bro, the, the most heroic thing you can do is to like quietly serve your family today. And I know that doesn't, that's not like the cool, sexy thing. That's not why you like turned on this podcast so that you can hear just to like quietly serve, you know, I know that that's not that amazing uh, of a thing, but dude, at the end of our days, when the when like everything goes away like dude nobody's going to be talking about the person i interviewed or the book that i wrote maybe maybe like a couple people but like dude not really that many people will care and and honestly and i'd say this with like the the most love i could possibly say it with you the people that i care about the most won't care like my kids and my wife don't care at all about the book that daddy wrote or the podcast that daddy has or the work that I'm doing like they do they just want like daddy they like she my wife just wants her husband like did did I fold the towels today uh did I give my wife like a hug today did I look her in the eyes and ask her how her day was going like this is I know it seems silly dude but like this is the heroic stuff um the quiet the quiet sacrifice 
And uh, dude, maybe nobody will see you or know your name. Maybe you won't accomplish anything that the world would say is worth accomplishing. But bro, like, dude, you're a hero, man. If you just like put down roots and you just faithfully serve your wife and your kids, like go to the same church, man. I've been all around the world and I've seen churches and ministry from every angle. I've been with some of the coolest emerging leaders as friends. And dude, can I just tell you, like, it's all the same, man. Like, if you're looking for your church to do the new cool thing or, like, you, you're frustrated because they're just like, dude, if you have a church where your pastor just loves God and loves the people at your church, dude, just stay, man. Just stay and serve there faithfully and give and keep giving and take your kids and take your wife and get to know people. Like, bro, the cool flashy thing is just a flash in the pan. It comes and it goes. Those people will come and go. Jared Lopes, dad tired, will come and go. But dude, the heroes are the ones, the faithful servants who just give up their life for their family, for their community, for the people around them, even when nobody will know their name. Like, bro, that's, I know a lot of you guys, I've met you, like, it's crazy to me. Some of you have driven a long time to, like, come see me teach or, like, to sign a book or whatever. But, bro, dude, like, what? I'm... (laughs) who am I? You know, like, dude, I talk into this microphone, you know, like, uh, why, what makes me any different? Cause I'm trying to love God. And I happen to have a microphone in front of me, dude. Like I don't make me or anyone else on a podcast or a book or a pastor or, you know, the cool person, whatever, like hero, bro, the hero are the dudes who are just faithfully serving and be that guy. You know what I mean? Just like be that guy. And, uh, and if you are that guy, bro, like honestly, and I say this with just such um, sincerity. Like, bro, you are my hero, man. Uh, we did a conference recently. Both of both of the last conferences that we did, both in Apex and in um, Morris, both of those were put on by guys. One was a pastor, one was just a police officer, but both sacrificed a ton of time, money, energy, just because they really wanted other guys to fall in love with Jesus. And um, man, dude, like... That's the kind of stuff that we're going to be laying our head down uh, if we're if we're blessed enough. That's not the word I'm looking for. If we're like if we're honored with the ability to live a long life, like if that's our story, and and God is gracious enough to give us a long life, and we actually get a deathbed, and our life doesn't just end quickly and short, but we actually get a long life, and and we're laying there, dude. <sighs> I know we're all chasing the accomplishment thing and like how many more things can we, um, can we chase after and, and our hearts are longing for more. And, uh, I'm all about it, bro. Like I'm, I'm all about like getting after the things that God's put on your heart. But dude, I just, I don't know, man, I just feel really pressed to remind you the the most heroic thing you could be doing is to just quietly serve your wife and your kids and your family, your church, your community, Dude, even just like putting in your eight to 10 hours a, a day at your job and working hard, man, and um, nothing fancy, nothing flashy. Like, bro, it, it matters, man. And it has impact on eternity. Like what you're doing, if that's you and you're just like grinding it out for the sake of like just taking care of your family and loving on them, like, dude, God sees you, bro. He doesn't look at the people who have big Instagram followings or who have maybe some letters behind their name or have accomplished some stuff or done books. He's not looking at them more proud than he is of you. Just like, you need to hear that. I know you know that, bro, but like, you just need to hear that, man. Like, God's not like, 
super impressed with them because of all the work they're doing for his kingdom. And he's like, you know, he's, he's okay with you. He's like, yeah, but you know, wish you were doing more, bro. Like God's not like that at all, man. He, he's not patting you on the back. Just like, oh, hang in there. Maybe you'll accomplish something with your life one day. <laughs> Dude, like, I just promise you, like all throughout the scriptures, the first will be last. Like thinking about when Jesus says, when you fast, when you pray, like go quietly, go into a room where nobody sees you. Like God honors that quiet, faithful servant, bro. You want to be like heroic to your kids, man, do that. Just faithfully serve, faithfully give up your life. So anyway, dude, I don't know, man. I don't know if that's helpful for you. I know a lot of you guys, because I, I talk to you a lot, I see it in the Facebook group, and I, I know a lot of you guys are just struggling with like, am I doing enough with my life? Am I missing out? And I'm, am I accomplishing? And bro, you know me, like I'm, I'm all about take risks, get after it, go after some hard things. But ultimately, dude, like just serve quietly, man. Serve faithfully. The fact that you're showing up today to chase after God, the fact that if you're still listening to this podcast right now is because you really do want to love God more and you want to know him more and deeper. And like, you actually want to get to know the God of the Bible and not just some God you've made up in your head. Like that, that's honorable, bro. Like the, the fact that you're, you're doing that so that your kids might fall in love with God, that you can serve your wife better, that you can quietly lay down your life for her. Dude, like that's the stuff that matters, man. So anyway, that's what's on my heart, man. I hope that's helpful for you. I hope that encourages you. And um, I love you guys. I, I know I say that a lot, but I just love you. I, do, I haven't prayed for you guys in a while. I'd love to pray for you, man. Um, some of you guys, I know you're listening to this while you're working, uh, either at home or you're maybe here, you're at a client's house right now uh, installing a new sink, or maybe you're on the road to work or in between jobs or whatever. But bro, let me just pray for you, man. Um, God, I pray that for the man that's listening to this podcast right now, God, my brother, Lord, would you remind him that he is seen by you uh, right in this moment, God, you're looking at him and you know him, you know all of him, you know his flaws, his mistakes, you know where he's still trying to hide, you know that just the deepest parts of his soul, the stuff that, that makes him hurt inside, the stuff that he'd love to cry over but feels like he needs to be too strong to cry, the stuff that scares him to death but he feels like he, he needs to be strong for his family, for his wife and kids, and so he can't really show any fear. The guy that's just um, disgruntled maybe at work or maybe the guy that's just discontent and um, just feels like he's floundering, doesn't know what he's doing with his life, feels like he should be accomplishing more. Do you just know him? Like you, you know him deeply. You know all that stuff. And Lord, none of that surprises you. You're not taken back by any of that. God, you're not looking at him right now thinking, man, I'd wish you accomplished more. And so, Lord, I pray that you, Holy Spirit, would remind the guy who's listening to these words right now that he's deeply, deeply loved. Um, just based on who he is, that he's a son of you the Most High God, and and it has nothing to do with what he can accomplish. God, either at work or even in his family, for the world's sake, but Lord, that you look at him and you see him and you're proud of him because of who you designed him to be, just to be fully known um, and loved by you, God. It's insane that nothing that we can do, God, would make you love us anymore. God, you don't love a future version of the guy listening right now. 
You just love him for exactly where he's at. And God, I pray that that good news, that that contentment of just being known by God and faithfully serving quietly would allow him to love his wife deeper than he's ever loved her and to love his kids deeper than he's ever loved them and to be more present, to not be chasing after what tomorrow might hold or what the next five or 10 years might hold, but just to be fully present in the moment with his wife and kids today, with his coworkers today. Um, that's my prayer, Lord. I pray that you'd encourage the brother that's listening. I pray this in your name, God. Amen. I love you guys. I'm going to try to get Layla here on the podcast with me in the next couple weeks and just talk more marriage stuff from her perspective. Um, she hasn't been on in a while, so we'll try to do that. But All right, man. Have a good rest of your day and your week. And uh, hit me up on social media. As always, dude, it's always helpful when you just share these um, just so more guys can be part of our community and get encouraged. The dad tired movement of guys falling in love with Jesus and helping their family do the same. It just grows for the sake of God's glory. That's what we're all about. So uh, anyway, love you guys. Have a great rest of your week. See you.